name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Good evening, everyone. As uh, we come again and continue the uh, study of the book of Joshua, we've been taking this from the beginning. Can you hear me well, or should I use a microphone? You're okay? Okay. Okay. I'm not used to a big crowd. This is a big crowd. So <laughs> if you want me to use a microphone, let me know. Book of Joshua again. And as we said from the beginning, it's not a story. I'll keep repeating this because we need to remember this. Uh, it's not a story. It's not uh, just one of those things that we get excited about and tell the, the Sunday school kids about the stories and uh, Jordan and uh, Jericho and all those things. But it's, it's, it's something for us to relate to it and to to see Christ in it, first of all, and to uh, understand and learn what's, what's, what is it like to go through that uh, war, daily war. And as we were saying last time, you know, the land of the promised land, it's Moses described it as it's a land of what, remember? Hills and valleys, hills and valleys, lands of ups and downs, lands of, lands of okay, you're up in, the, in one point and you're down, way down in the other point, but the whole, the whole uh, uh, secret and the skill is how to come up again and get out of the, of the valley and go back again to the hill, knowing again it is, it is uh, uh, um, uh, uh, battles that leads to a war that is already won. Right, so let, let's keep this in mind. And we said from the beginning that, you know, three things that God asked Joshua to do, if you remember, what are they? To lead the people, to conquer and to, to divide the land, to claim the inheritance. And we said that the position or possessing the land is not quite the actual right translation because you're not possessing, you're acquiring an inheritance. It's not yours. Possess is if you have something that is yours and you possess it. It's not yours, right? The land is not theirs. The land is, is the Lord's. And he gave, them to, gave it to them. The idea that the inheritance, now our inheritance is not ours, but it's his and he gave it to us and we just need to claim it. Claim it. And not only that, but as we said from the first time, as we claim it, we never stop. We never stop. We don't get to the point, okay, I have it. As you'll see later on, Caleb, when he was old and said, Joshua came to him and said, what do you want till I want the land? Like you're done already, you're, you're, you're ready to go, right? We'll see the story in a few chapters, how Caleb still, no, he still want to claim the inheritance, claim the inheritance, something that's very, very important just if you keep this, this concept in your mind. We went through the, 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 the book and the crossing the Jordan and the, the first battle, which was the Lord's battle, not Joshua's or not the Israelites, uh, with Jericho and how we, we if you remember also we, when, when God gave the, the, the instructions to Joshua and Joshua gave the instructions to the, to the priest, he asked them to blow what kind of horns? Ram horn, if you remember that. And we said from Deuteronomy, we know that the ram horn is signed for what? For victory, not signed for war. There were two kinds of, of, of horns, right? So each horn and the way you claim it and the way you, you blow it has a significance. So when God gave them the instruction, he was already giving them the instruction to celebrate victory already, not to be ready for the war. What does that mean for us? It means a lot. It means a lot that the war is is one already, the victory is ours already. Even if we are down in the valley, even if we lose a battle, but we can still come up again. Okay. And, and you know this very, very well from, from the story of what we're discussing now and next, next time, which is the story of that second battle, which is what AI or I, right? I, and we see that. So we're talking about this, we talked about, about uh, uh, Achan, the son of Kermi, and we said Achan is the, the, means what? The name of Achan means troublemaker, troubler. So he's already, his name is already bringing trouble. And that's exactly what Joshua told, said about him later on, that you brought trouble to the people of Israel. Mukaddar Israel, right? You already, because well, that was his name. So be careful also when, uh, when we, 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 we stick to a character, stick to a name, because that could be definitely uh, our life, our life. So we went with Achan, and we, as we said last time, we're gonna talk about three things. We're gonna talk about the sinner, the sin, and the people, or the consequence of that. We talked about the sinner already last time. 
Achan, the son of Carmi. Today we'll take up or we'll talk about the sin itself. What did he do? What did he do? And why was it like this? And as we said before, and we 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 uh, uh, I throw that question at the end, which is like, why didn't didn't Joshua kind of intercede for the people for them, right? Like Moses did before. Moses at one point when God said, okay, I'm gonna wipe them out from the earth. I said, like, please, no, don't. You know, if you do this, do you wipe me also with them and so forth. And we were questioning that question that came spontaneously, to be honest with you, last time. Like, why didn't Joshua also intercede for Achan and his family? And, and as we were talking, as we were thinking more and more, I think the one thing that came was they are, they, this, this moment or the moment of Achan, they were already in the promised land, not still in the wilderness, not still going around and not quite sure what's happening, but they were there. They were there already. So how could you, as we, we, we reference Hebrews 10, uh, where, where St. Paul says, if they, if they break the law, they, they, they ought to be uh, uh, stoned, how much worse transgression it is for us who know everything. So that's why at one point, like, no, you know what? It was clear. It was, it was, it was very, very, very obvious. It was very straightforward. Do not take from anything. It's, it's, as we said, haram. It was cursed. It was haram, which means it is God's. It's God's, not yours. So how could you take it? So today we'll talk more and more about, about the, the, the sin itself. What happened? And kind of like analyze it and look at it and see exactly what, uh, what happened. So I'll, I'll read from um, um, 16 to, go, to know exactly what happened. Again, Joshua chapter 7, verse 16. I'm going to read a passage here till the end to see exactly what, uh, what is it and how, how they dealt with this. One of the things we talked about last time also was how Joshua was not aware that there is something wrong within his people. Right? He's planning and he's sending this and sending that, and he's not aware that there is something wrong. Right? And we're talking about this a lot when we, do, we are not aware of there is something wrong in ourselves, in our communities, in our churches, in our families. Right, and we go on to go to to be that uh, human smart leader, right? To plan things for victory, not knowing that there's something needs to be fixed internally first. Fixed internally. That's actually just talking about this yesterday with, with the group when uh, when when God is sending us people, for example, and said, you know, what, one thing that we learned in even the field of mission that you have to clean the house first, clean the house, and God will send you people out of nowhere. Which again, we just had a beautiful uh, encounter like this yesterday. Just, just a person just you know, looking for young adult ministry and she walked in and attended with us the Bible study. So again, the idea of clean the house before you ask for anything, before you go out to the battle, before you go out to claim something, you need to clean the house, clean the house. And that's what Joshua in a way didn't do, didn't do. And that's why you know God is telling him you not know, Rethink about everything again. So Joshua 7.16, again, 7.16. So Joshua rose early, I'm reading from the ESV again, in the morning and brought Israel near tribe by tribe. And the tribe of Judah was taken. Here, this is after God told him there is something wrong in your midst, right? How could you be planning for, from the beginning of the chapter, he's planning to sending spies and to uh, arrange and, and plan for the, for the battle of, of AI. And God is telling him like, wait a minute, something is wrong. Something is wrong. So he didn't know and doesn't know exactly yet who did it. So here comes how he dealt with this. Joshua rose early in the morning and brought Israel near tribe by tribe. And the tribe of Judah was taken. And he brought near the clans of Judah. And the clan of the Zerahites was taken. And brought near the clan of Zerahites by man. And Zebedee was taken. And he brought near the household man by man. And Achan of the son, the son of Carmi, the son of Zebedee son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah was taken. Then Joshua said to Achan, my son, give glory to the Lord God of Israel and give praise to him. And tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me. And Achan answered Joshua, truly I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel. And this is what I did. When I saw among the spoil of a beautiful clock from Shinar and 200 shekels of silver and a bar of gold weighing 50 shekels, then I coveted them and took them and see, they are hidden in the earth inside my tent with the silver underneath. So Joshua sent messengers and they ran to the tent and behold, it was hidden in his tent with the silver underneath. And they took them out of the tent and brought them to Joshua and to all the people of Israel and they laid, down, laid them down before the Lord. And Joshua and all Israel 
with, the, with him took Achan, the son of Zerah's silver and he flock and the bar of gold and his sons and daughters and oxen and donkeys and sheep and his tent and all that he had. And they brought them up to the valley of Ekor. Ekor again, which is from Achan, which is the valley of trouble, the very first. And Joshua said, why did you bring trouble on us? Here it is. The Lord brings trouble on you today. And all Israel stoned him with stones. They burned them with fire and stoned them with stones. Pay attention to the, to the proposition. Because this is one of the things like, okay, why and what happened? But pay attention to the proposition. It's, it's clearer, more clear and clear in the original. And Israel stoned him with stones. They burned them with fire and stoned them with stones. So they burned whom? Taken and, 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 and stoned and burned who? The possessions. The possessions. So they burned, because we say, why did God burn, God burn them all? And it's not fair. The text is clear. It's more and more easy to understand in the original. They burned him, right? Stoned him, I'm sorry. But they burned them, which is the possession, not his family. Not his family, just side note. They burned them with fire and stoned them with stones. And they raised over him again, raised over him a great heap of stones that remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his burning anger. Therefore, to this day, the name of the place is called the Valley of Echo. Yes, yes. Them. So they, they stoned him, but they burned their possessions, not, not his family, not his family. And they said they put heap and, and the, yes, them is the possession, not the people, not the people. Him is only for him. Yes. So let's just not, not get stuck at this point because that's that's the technical thing. <laughs> but the main message, but again, the text, especially in the original is very, 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 very specific that he uses the, 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 the pronounce him, the, the for him burning or stoning him. And then them, which is, goes again to what they have brought in, which is his possession and his oxen and so forth and so forth. What's happening here? He said, again, we will see, we see, we, we said we will talk about the, the sin itself. What was the sin here from the text? Again, number one, what happened is, is uh, uh, God brought them tribe by tribe. Again, Joshua did not know, right? So when it says that God, or they brought in the tribe of so-and-so and the family of so-and-so, how did this happen? How did this happen? Doesn't The, the, the scripture is not clear about it, right? And as I was, I was reading something, always the scripture is not clear, and uh, clear when we don't want it to be clear. But uh, it's in a way, again, the, the idea of, of, uh, of leaving it for, for, for us to understand what is happening here. In the text itself, again, is not clear how did this, how did this happen, right? When, when he talks again in, from, from verse 16 and says that, uh, that uh, he brought near the clans of Judah. So Joshua near, rose early and uh, took the tribe of so-and-so and the family of so-and-so. How did that happen that he knew that this is the tribe and this is the clan and this is CNC? It's obviously God's direction and God's, God's uh, uh, way of telling him, take this family and take this family and take this family. Imagine in all that thing, how did Achan feel like? So again, he's sitting there. We, we talked before about it's almost 2 million people, right? And all the people are standing. Remember when I was saying just last week, you know, if, if some like a, like, a, like a student did something wrong in a class and he doesn't want to con 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 confess, and then somebody says, okay, everybody stand up, right? And all the students stand up, okay? And then, okay, who did it? And nobody's saying anything, right? And everybody's terrified. Right? And like, okay, whoever did it, just go ahead and save everybody else. Right? How do you think Achan felt like during this time? He was so actually excited, first of all, and so joyful, so happy because he found what the spoil, that he called it his spoil. We're going to talk about this. Actually, even that spoil, the, the understanding of calling it a spoil is not right. But he was so excited about it. And then all of a sudden, he's what? He's scared to death. He's scared to death. 
Because the one thing that he thought God is not going to see, now it's what? It's all over, in front of two million people. Imagine that. The one thing that he thought, okay, I'm just gonna go, take it, go, hide it, leave it there, sleep on it till everything is settled, and then I'm gonna come back again and bring it up. Now he is standing terrified to death in front of two million people almost, because God is going to reveal him. Right? Something, just something to, 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 to keep in mind, to keep in mind. There's nothing that is hidden. There's nothing that it's okay, you know what, I can just, you know what, deal with this, no. No, and when it's when it's revealed, it's revealed in public, in public. Why? Because the sin was against God Himself. That's, by the way, one of the things. If you remember, we talked about this before when we talk about confession in the church and the history of the church. That the confession in the early church was in front of everyone. Why? Because the sin is against God and His people. So if I make a, if I sin, then that sin is against the church. And I need to come in front of the church and say, forgive me. Right? That's in a way what the priest does in before the priest, before the liturgy, before any service, right? I've forgive, I've, I've sinned, forgive me. And he makes a matanya, right? But then, and that's again one of the of the of the good explanation of, of confessing to the priest, because the priest is representing what? The church. So in front, with the mercy of the church and of God in front of coming in front of everybody to confess, I confess to the priest because the priest is representing the body, the whole people. So when I confess to the priest, I am confessing to the people that I sinned against to the body of Christ in the person of, of the priest. So what is that? Again, we're talking about here the sin itself. What happened? What happened? Again, as I'm saying, just imagine Achan standing there and just like kind of terrified and he's just waiting for his turn, right? And he can see again, okay, he's from Judah and they took, picked up Judah, okay? And then he is from this and then they took it. So I, he knew that it's what, it's coming. It's just a matter of time. But through all that time, he never said what? I, I did it. Why is that, do you think? I mean, he knew he, they're calling tribe by tribe and his tribe is called. They're calling clan by clan, his clan is called. They're calling family by family, his family is called. And he still didn't say anything till he was taken, picked. Why do you think that is? He's sitting in front of God and he's seeing that the, the, miraculously the, 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 the tribe has been picked up already, right? So 100% anybody smart, he said, okay, it's gonna come. <laughs> it's coming, coming at me. What do you think? Say again? Praying like the, 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 the thief that says, please God uh, help me today as I break into that house. <laughs> the impact of sin which blinds the man. That's what you're saying? The sin blinds the man. The sin makes, takes away. We're just reading this today, right? If the, if the eye that's in you, if the light that's in you becomes darkness, you just read it in the gospel, or the vessel, right? When the, when the eye becomes dark, then you can't see anything. You can't see anything. You're blinded. You're blinded. You're actually not only blinded, you're not able to think even logically, even just logically, right? And we all know that when we are really, you know, struggling with something being, you know, uh, overtaken by something, at one point you, 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 you're, 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 you're acting irrational, right? And one thing leads to another, to another, to another. You try to cover this, so you come up with something else, and this the whole thing becomes a big mess. You try to come with something else, and just like, wait a minute. Right? So Achan, at one point, although it was very, very clear that it's coming close, he still didn't see anything. Still didn't see anything. Which is very, 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 very amazing way of thinking, right? He's not, not willing to repent. He's not willing to repent. Right. Yes. 
the other thing is also knowing that that you know the 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 the, the consequence was very very clear from the beginning. So there is definitely that part of fear facing the reality of what of the wage of sin, right? And that's also, again, you look at this and you look at where we're at right now and say, thank God, right? Because we have always the way, the door that is never closed, never closed. And sometimes you don't realize this. We don't really take this as, as something that is really a, a very, very strong thing that's given to us, the way of what? The way to repent, the way to come back to him again. In the Old Testament, it was very clear. If you do this, that's it. You're done. You're done. By the way, as you said before, all the sacrificial system for those who sin what? Unintentional, right? But if you do it intentionally, that's a, that's a different scenario, different system. But thank God now, even if we are intentional, we still have the, the way to come back again. We don't realize this. We don't take this, we take it for granted, take it like it's very, very easy, but no. Yes, David. Yes. Right, right. No. Right. Feel, feel, feel that something bad happened. Right. right. God is waiting. God doesn't reply right away or doesn't doesn't intervene right away. But he 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 gave all the time. Right. Also for Jeff, for Joshua himself to realize that he is as a leader as responsible. You know, there's something wrong. Right. Yes. So with with all that, you see, come back again to the text and see exactly you know what if we can want to analyze the sin itself. What happened? What happened? It's very interesting when you read the text itself. I'll just read it one more time. This is how Aiken is describing what happened. Read it and tell me what do you think. What do you think? Probably can come up with probably four major areas of that sin that he did. So again, he brought near his household by man by man. Aiken, the son of, of Karmi, the son of Zebedee, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah was taken. Then Joshua said to Aiken, my son, you still here again, the, 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 uh, uh, care for Joshua. My son, give glory to the Lord and give praise to him and tell me now what have you done? Do not hide it from me. But look at, at Achan. Achan answered Joshua, truly I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel. Now he's saying that. And, that, and this, is what, this is what I did. Okay, so what did he do? When I saw among the spoil a beautiful clock from Shinar, Shinar is a place, and 200 shekels of silver and a bar of gold weighing 50 shekels, then I coveted them and took them and see they are hidden in, in the earth inside my tent with the silver underneath. Just from this verse, what do you think? Yes, partly confessed. Okay, but still, because that confession still wasn't, didn't take the punishment from him. But if we analyze the sin itself, his action itself, what did he say? Coveted is later on, but that's one of the things. I saw, number one, I saw, I coveted, and I took. I saw, I coveted, and I took, right? And hid them, yes. Saw, coveted, and took. Saw, first of all. What's in I saw? Hmm? Lust of the eye, I saw. Right? In a way, the way it's written, I saw it, it, it had the connotation of I, I looked twice. This is the beauty of the original. The connotation of I saw is I looked twice, not just a glance. Why is that important? Because we can look, but then you still have the discernment. Should I look again <laughs> or should I fight? In everything, again, whether it's a lustful thought, you know, you look something, okay, and then you still have the choice. Should I look more or should I change, right? I see something that's not, that I don't like in a person, okay? Should I just let it go or should I keep looking, 
Because that second look is very, very important, right? Yes, exactly, exactly, yes. If you look and lost and in your heart, then you are committing adultery, right? I probably said this before, I don't know if I remember it or not, but there are always five steps of the, of the mind before you actually commit the action itself, right? You're assaulted by the thought, number one. Number two, you take the thought and you start to play with it, right? Number three, you submit to the thought. You give, you give consent to the thought. Number four, you allow the thought to, the thought to control everything. And then number five, you... So all this happened in that I saw, <laughs> right? And if you, if, you, if you examine ourselves and the way we behave and the way we act, again, all those five things are like in a matter of seconds, maybe, right? But God's mercy has given us, that's why we are different. That's why humanity and human beings are intellectual. We, don't, we just don't react like animals. We have the power. You receive, you're, you're assaulted first. Again, you're here and then something hits you, okay? And then you still have the choice whether I take this thought and play with it and kind of like analyze it and, 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 and like it or not still. And then you give the thought a consent, approval. Yes. When before you act. Yes, yes, no, no. And that's why, that's what uh, I think it was Polycarpus, I can't remember. One of the saints, Augustine, sorry. He said that, that you can never prevent the birds from hovering over a tree, but you can prevent them from lasting and landing in the tree, right? We are there. Again, Achan was, was there. It came to him that, okay, he saw something. Okay, this is so beautiful, so nice. I'll take it, okay. He still have that choice and the option not to take it, right? Play with it still. I think once you give that consent and let it kind of take it and said, okay, I'm okay with that. Cause that's, that's like, you know, two steps before taking action, right? And then, so once you give the consent, that means what? You are approving it. You're approving the thought. A thought of again, whether that is, you know, lust or gluttony or, uh, Judgment or or whatever, whatever. Yes, Fifi. Yes. Yes. If you know how to do good and don't do it, that's a sin. So, yes, that assault not necessarily right. It's not, it's, it doesn't always come as a bad thing. I was just actually giving a talk with the pre-servant at St. Mary's this morning. We were talking about the, the obstacles of service. And I've been always using that, uh, that part of chapter four in Ezra. This is like the fourth or fifth year to give the same talk. So the chapter five, four in Ezra where, where, where the people came back in order to build the temple, right? And then it says that what the enemy, when the enemy heard that the people are building the, the temple, they came to Zerubbabel and told him, let us what build with you. We have the same God. We offer to the same God, let us build with you. Nothing wrong with that. Very subtle. It's not, it's not coming, okay, well, don't build. No, you're building, that's fine. We'll come and build with you, but we are the enemy. And as you allow us, give consent to us to come build with you, different game plan. So again, that's what I'm saying in the beginning that we need to be careful, we need to understand again, when we read those stories, it's not just a story. It's something definitely to learn from it and something definitely to know exactly how God acting and how he wants the people to act. Yes, Maggie. Yes, yes, I'll come to this. Just one minute, I'll come to this, yes. So the first thing, what did he do again? He saw the, and, and covet. What is covet? No, not envy. 
No. Like a desire? Desire. Thank you, Bishul. Desire. Desire. Yes. Desire to see something. Actually, interestingly, interestingly, let me show you this. Uh, it's not here, but but I'll show it to you here. Interestingly, the actual word is coming from a word which is Hamad, which is Yahmed in Arabic. Yahmed in Arabic means what? To praise. To praise. So you're the word, the word itself, kavat, is actually coming from I am, I am, I am praising something. It's in, in Hebrew, Hamim Dale. Yes. Yes. The, the, yes, that's the actual word in it. That's the word in, in Hebrew is, I'll, I'll show you here again so I can uh, tell you exactly, but it's very, a very interesting verb that, that you can talk with it and you think of it and uh, verse 21 and, and you look at what, what's happening here. So it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, Um, yes, it says which means I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking take, take an Ahmed to Kavat, which is again from the same the same Arabic word Yahmed or Hamad. So the word itself, when you say Kavat, you're actually what you're praising something to the point that you like it and you want it for yourself, you desire it, right? And, and, and that, that was a problem. Again, this, that, 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 that kavad, that, that desire did, that didn't, did not come from the first time, right? Again, that tells you again, that you look at something and you think about it and you kind of try to, to, to analyze it and see exactly what is it and how beautiful that is and how, how much I need that. And you start to do it. Yes. Yes, you're still living it. Yes, yes, and see how much it's from Shinhar. That's a very beautiful place that is very known for the for the cloth and for the material. And he's actually describing the how much the the the, the silver thing weighs and and the tongue of, uh, of gold. And he's 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 yes, he's so much into it. He's so much into it. To desire, to take pleasure in. The word itself, which is coming from the from the Arabic Hamad, which is to praise. So he's praising a material to the point that it becomes what? That's again when you when when the thought takes over, takes over. Right. So what what we have here is actually something that's very, very interesting. It's not just you know that he's told, but he actually he saw and he saw or he looked at it twice, right? And he started to desire it, he started to praise. That that material thing, right? And then he what? He took it. He took it. Right? Interestingly, this is the same uh, scenario that that uh, that Saint James uh, puts in defining the sin. You know that passage or not? James what? James one, I think. James one thirteen and fifteen, right? What does it say? You see how again it's beautiful when you when you link things together, knowing that again the same spirit is is talking about this. <clears throat> James 1:13 it says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. So between James and between, as if James is actually reliving what Achan, the son of Carmi. And that, that's also the beauty of the scripture, right? It's all the same spirit, all the same line. It's the steps of sinning, right? I saw. I coveted and I took it and I took it, right? And it shows again how much that the battle and the same, the main battle is the battle of the mind. It is the mind, it is the mind. How really I am watchful and how much I am letting my mind take control. Remember I said this one time before, does your senses control your mind or your mind control your senses? It's a huge difference. Again, 
which control which does your senses control your mind meaning i saw something and then i'm just like you know what i'm dumb <laughs> sorry i'm not thinking i just jump into what i've seen or does the mind control the senses the, you see something mind said wait wait a minute stop pause you can't react this way you can't do this you can't lust this do we have the power to do this 100% we do 100%. Why? Because we are given the spirit, the spirit of discernment, spirit of wisdom, the spirit of self-control. Again, look at the fruit of the spirit. So then if I don't, then the problem again that the spirit is not really being renewed, right? It's a matter of decision. It's a matter of decision. As I was saying, you know, just last week or the week before, finally, after almost two and a half years, went back to the prison for prison ministry. And and the, 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 the guys were telling us, you know, for two and a half years, there's nothing, no any religious programs going there. And that was the, like the big thing for them, right? So what would they do? They have the, the, the choice, they have the option. You know, we're in the prison, we, we, we blocked the religious program. So us, let's just live our life. They start to talk to the guard and to have weekly prayer meetings with the guards, with the guards. So here the guards and the inmates are both praying together. Okay? And then the, as they go out for, for, for work, you know, cleaning or projects or whatever, then they usually have whatever music, right? That they, they, they have. They were able to talk to the guard and to convince them to play Christian music as they are working and the guard came to them and said thank you i was in need in hearing this so when you hear those stories and you say well but, but it's too hard no it's not too hard again and just just to, to understand being christian in a prison is a different story different story but they were able to discern. Instead of seeing and coveting and taking, they were saying, no, let's do it the other way around. Let us be the salt, right? And we, what's going to happen? We'll go and talk to the guard and say, okay, let's pray together. Why can't you have a Christian music as you go out and, and, and work? Sure, why not? And here you see, when, when you, when I am aware of this, I'm trying to put effort, God will definitely put the right person in front of me, right? But what? Take the initiative. Take the initiative. Aiken here took the initiative the wrong way, the wrong direction. He, again, as you can hear, and as you see from, the, from the, the, the text itself, he was still kind of like, he remembers every single detail of that. Like as if he's saying it and he's what? Enjoying. It was this and it was that. And it was, right? Another thing, which back to your point, when he describes this, he says, What? When I saw among the spoil a beautiful flock, when I saw among the spoil, and I was saying spoil, spoil is here is totally wrong word and wrong way for him. Why is that? I kind of like hinted on that last week, if you remember those who, who were with us last week. Why? Because it belongs to God, exactly. The spoil, very good. We explained this last, last time, we'll explain it again. The, the spoil is what? The spoil, which is what? When, 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 when I enter into a war and a battle, and then I win the battle, so everything that is there is, Mine, that is the spoil, al-ghanima. In the case of Jericho, did they fight? They did not fight. Did they put any effort? They just followed the rules, just go around and just stay silent. Seven days, don't say anything, and they're all silent. So that war was whose war? The battle was whose battle? God. God's war. Victory is God. That's why he said he didn't call it spoil last time. He called it what? Haram. Haram, accursed, meaning what? It's mine, it's mine. This is number one. So that's not yours, don't touch. You didn't, you didn't what? Fight for that. 
It's not yours. Number two, as this is the first battle in the promised land, so what applies to it applies to what? The first, first what? First fruit. Give the first fruit to God. Okay? This is the first battle that they are going or they had or they encountered in the promised land. Right? So by default, everything, the first of everything belongs to the to the Lord. So it's not yours. So when he says, when he looks at it and said, I looked at the spoil, that tells you what? That he's what? Hmm? But he but it's not. But he that means that we how how is he thinking? Hmm? It's off his mind, exactly. His mind is not in line with what happened. And that's honestly, that's the beginning of the fall. That's the beginning of the fall. When you start to look at things in the wrong way, you're, you're, not, you're not aware. You're not, op your mind is not in line with what's happening. Right? Number one, that wasn't yours. Number two, it was God who given you the, 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 the victory. You didn't, you didn't fight for it. Number three, it's not even a spoil. God even himself did not call it a spoil. So it, 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 it gives us also the, 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 the indication of like the first mindset, right? His mindset was off. Before he commits, before he committed the actual sin, his mindset was off. Exactly, again, when we, when we have the wrong mindset about, about the purpose of life in general, right? Why? Because again, we're, our mindset, our understanding of life is, is, is not in line with the main purpose. So you tail and you help and you uh, work and you spend money and you spend time and you spend effort and building the character and building the money and building the future and building and building at one point like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, it's not yours. It's not yours. Again, nothing is wrong with this when you do it with the wrong, with the right mindset, right? With the right mindset. But here it says, you know, from the beginning, just the text itself, it says, you know, when I saw among the spoil a beautiful clock, that means, okay, wait a minute, right? And this is why, again, when I saw among the spoil, and then he goes back again, I saw, you know, so the idea of, of I'm looking actually with, the, with, with what, with the wrong, with the wrong intention, with the wrong purpose. And that makes a huge difference because that sets the tone of everything. That's why, again, we say it's very, very important to start the day with God. Because if I don't start the day with God, then my mind is in the wrong area, wrong mindset. I'm going to go and take the day as this is my spoil. I'll deal with the day as it's my spoil. I want to claim everything for myself. I want to have victory over this. I want to prove to this that I am right. I want to make sure that this is all my spoil. Same idea. But when I take the day as no, this is not my, it's not a spoil. It's God's gift. It's God's, right? And I start the day with that mindset, you see that every single decision I'm making throughout the day is different. God told them, take, take all the silver and the gold, take it to the house of the Lord. He said this, but everything else burned down. So when he saw this, he supposed like he saw the silver and the and the and the and the gold, he's supposed to give it to the house of the Lord. But he took it for himself, along with the clock, with the, with the. No, if he took the silver and the gold, as God said from the beginning, take this, that belongs to the house of the Lord. Right? But he took it for himself and he hid it. Right? So the, 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 the mind is very, very important. The mindset is very important. The mindset is very important. I'm looking at thing as this is my sport. I look at my life and this is my sport. Look at my family and this is my sport. I earned it. I have right to take it. No, you don't. You don't. So when 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 you summarize when you summarize again the 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 sin of Achan, you see you see four things. Four things. First mistake that he looked at these spoils as at at as we said from the from the from the text itself, he looked and looked and looked. He didn't stop himself, right? He looked at something. And knew that you know he is probably drawn into into desiring this. He didn't stop himself, right? 
Number one, when we are attacked with something, just don't let it go. Don't let it go. And that's where, again, you know, the, the, the church father says, you know, turn your mind to a solid, to word of prayer. When you are attacked, assaulted by the first sight, by the first thought, by the first anger, by the first lust, by the first, first whatever, turn your mind to word of prayer. Why word of prayer? Because it's solid and it's strong. And you like you you feel like like intentionally, technically, literally, you're actually changing your mind from this direction to this direction. Number one, first mistake. Number two, he did um, um, he considered what he see as his own, the idea of the spoil. He considered that this is not God, but it's mine. I have the right to take. I have the right to take. And again, that's how we fall when we deal with life in general, that it is mine. I can deal with it the, the whatever I want to. Don't tell me what to do with it. It's mine. Number three, he actually, as we said, covet, right? He desired, he praised what he is looking at. So like, this is so good for myself, right? And that's again, as, as we just read in James, the, 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 the mind that can build on and build up one thing after the other till it conceived and becomes it. Number four, fourth mistake he did, uh, he thought he could get away with it. He never thought about what God, although God for him was what? He just came out of Jordan. He just came out of the wilderness. He just came out of, of, of Jericho. He just came out of all those things. So God to him wasn't, wasn't far from him. Wasn't something that as we can say today when we get always get into, into discussions like this, but God is not tangible. I cannot really hold him in my hand. Right? Yes, he is tangible. Yes, he is tangible. Let's look at at today from the beginning to now and see what events that I went through and how God was really there. And you see that you can find God. You can find 100%, 100%. But for him, the biggest mistake I think was that he thought he was what? He can get by. God is not getting, even till the end. Probably he still had that, that, that hope. Well, they chose Judah, Judah, but okay, well, maybe I'll skip. Maybe they'll skip me. Maybe, maybe I can hide. Till the end, and he goes, well, I have some. Yes. Say again? Maybe. Maybe it's not only me. Or I can just, you know what, I'm one, one in two million, so I probably can, can get by with that. But then comes another important part, which is, again, his family, right? People who knew what he did. And the, 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 again, he took it and went and it says, it says that uh, um, yes, yes. And when they took him out, they took everything and he took his uh, sons and daughters and uh, everything and all what belongs to him. So in a way they must have knew. Must have knew when you go and go to the tent and hide it and dig it under the tent, you know somebody should have said, "Okay, well, that's that's not that's not yours. It's not yours." So all this is very very actually. As you look at the sin of Achan, you see how much that is very 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 much relatable to each one of us, right? And the the, the it's it's kind of uh, very important to understand because that's how we learn, right? That's how we learn, and also it is it is. Uh, 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 gives us the idea of you cannot just let go, right? Things, the wrong things can just like disappear. Yes, yes, it will be, it will be revealed. It will be revealed. And when it's revealed, again, it's revealed in, 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 in public for everybody, for everybody. And the other thing, definitely, that he was the reason for the whole nation to what? To suffer, to lose, to lose. And that's what we were talking about before. That one thing, there is nothing that is only me. It's only my sin. No, it's not only your sin. As we talked about it last time. You got defeated by nothing. By nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So it, it's, it's very, very uh, 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 
real story that I think it's it's repeat it repeats itself to every one of us. It repeats itself to every one of us, right? And we just need to learn from that, and also not just learn to see also how much mercy and how much grace we have right now, right? Because again, as I said, this is something very very important because we always look at Christ in the Old Testament, right? So there is no Christ at that time, and there was okay. The wage of of, of sin is death. That's it. That's it. When you look at now, how much grace we have and how many, many opportunities we have. And every day is a different day and every day is a new day, right? And, uh, and the power and the glory of the resurrection that even if we are stuck in the valley, he will come and take us up and get us like, do not, do not rejoice over me, my enemy, because if I am down, I will come up again, right? So it's, it's, it's the understanding of, of, of being there. And this is how we continue to move on to the promised land and to really enjoy the promised land from now, from now. And those little things, again, at one point, again, it's like, like a detour from the full story, right? Story of being in the promised land and enjoying and everything. And then you see this sad story, sad story that could actually take away the meaning of the promised land, take away the meaning of the, of the, the, the rest, that they are entered into the rest. Why? Because sin takes away Darkness takes away the light and takes away it. We'll, we'll, we'll continue with that. This is all again, uh, kind of like chapter seven, as, as you look at this and then uh, you go on after this and see the mercy of God one more time, starting with chapter eight, when God says to, to Joshua, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Here is, there is hope. Yes, you were defeated. Yes, 36 of you were killed. Yes, you lost everything, but you know what? I'm still with you. I'm still with. So we'll continue with that to chapter eight next time, and then uh, move on with uh, with uh, with the rest of the story. Just something that is very important that we uh, read this again, read it again as as you prepare for the for and and and, and attend the study, uh, read it and just contemplate about it. And then I'm sure that there is a there is a personal message for each one of us, different than the other, different than the other. How can I take this and how can I really? Claim that for me, claim that territory, claim that territory in, in the story. And every time you, again, I was talking today, you know, the same topic for, for like fourth, fifth year. And one of the servants saying like, it's every time there's something different. And hundred percent, every time there's some, the same story, you can talk about it, you know, forever. And every time God gives something different and different contemplation, different meaning and everything. So God uh, bless me. God give us that victory always. And remember again, that, that the sin starts with, a very small, simple thought. But it's my choice whether I take that the, 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 the thought and as we say, make, make a movie out of it or I fight it and take or the whole thing into a different direction. God bless. Any questions or comments at the end? Okay. God bless. We'll uh, continue next. Friday, next Saturday, God willing. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit, Father. And Lord, hear us and we pray to you, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth. Give us, give us our success, give us, give us our temptation, but deliver us. May the love of God the Father, the grace of his only begotten Son, the King of the Holy Spirit, with you. Go in peace, peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night. Thanks, Abuna. Thank you. See you guys.